Welcome to A Chat with Benedetta, featuring our founder, Julia Fowler. In this podcast, we discuss everything you need to know about skincare, who and why Benedetta, and how to get the best use out of your Benedetta products for vibrant, timeless skin. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Hello. So recently, um, we were talking about uh, trends that, you know, sort of trendy things in the skincare world. And uh, I know, Julie, you've talked a lot about how you don't like to follow trends because that's just not what Benedetta is about. But one of the things that we uh, were talking about, we talked about sheet masks a lot, right? Like the, the popularity of the 20-minute sheet mask which you can just sort of throw on your face um really popular these days so and what are your thoughts about that because i know that um i don't know you've as far as these masks go like ones that are meant to hydrate your skin and everything you've expressed a little bit of uh skepticism about Mm -hmm. um either the contents of them or how they're uh you know proponent to work that sort Mm -hmm. of thing so just Backing up a little bit, I asked Gabrielle to find out what people were talking about. What's the buzz? Trying Mm -hmm. to get people to know that we exist. This is a very, you know, we talk about this a lot, you know, and I I think it's a little boo-hoo, you know. I don't want to be the boo-hoo, but um, it's really relevant to the climate we're in. I mean, you know, 10 years ago, not every single person had a smartphone. Um, it's just we're just changing so rapidly and so particularly the younger generation the Millennials and even younger everything is about what they can find online right everything's about a YouTube video and then what their friends are talking about but they're so more engaged with looking at their small devices and it's you know on some levels it's good in most levels it really sucks you know and this isn't just an old person talking because I I like progression Um, but I think it really takes us away from what really truly is authentic or who is you know making sense I mean even when I'm searching for things online to get some good information or to find some scientific data it's really difficult You know, there's so much misinformation on the internet. And so, but one of the things that I've been trying to figure out, because we've done this pop-up, you know, we've been there about a week and a half uh, in Berkeley at Maker's Row. And, you know, I think we had a video on me last week. Did you get a hold of that? Oh, not yet. Okay, let's make sure you do that. Um, Just to kind of be present and, and really verbalize the why of Benedetta, the what of Benedetta, the how of Benedetta, um, you know, how does it serve anyone? And, but I think that it's really important to find out what the buzz is out there and to speak to it. And even though when I asked Gabrielle to look and see what trends were, I said, go on to Dr. Oz, go on to the popular trends that are on YouTube. You know, it could start on television, but it could end up just by somebody viraling their, you know, microneedling, you know, on YouTube or uh, it's just really, I, I find it oversaturated. And I think that the younger generation sees everybody as an expert, you know, in the essential oil work world, it's now, you know, the multi-level marketed pyramid. You can call it a scheme or not, or maybe some of you are completely enamored with it. But I think there's just not enough of 
real authentic information and I think people really believe anything they see on the internet and I don't think it's it's great you know I play words with friends and I see a lot of things popping up and I've even gotten enamored with oh look at that that guy's you know he's a physician he's a doctor he's now talking about you know the skin and the skin's health okay I'll give the guy a listen you know, come to find out, once you really delve a little bit deeper and look at the ingredients of what this guy, he spent an awful lot of time talking about polyphenols from plants and phytonutrients, you know, basically nutrition from the plant material and what, how does that work with us, right? So, and the guy was a surgeon. What he's doing, you know, developing efficient skincare I don't know because there's money in it he wanted something for his wife's sunspots maybe some people have seen this uh, so I listened to one of these irritating infomercials and irritating only because get to the point <laughs> so you know you're listening to this guy and then he takes you to another page and 10 minutes later you still don't know what it is that he's peddling you know but I, I, I went in and it was very interesting to me. And so I found his products. I went into Amazon to find his products, which I think a fair amount of people are trusting and they go there. They don't want to opt into a whole new company again. I get that too. Um, and I just saw he had one star reviews. So I started reading the reviews and reviews aren't all they need to be either. Because by the way, folks, people buy reviews. You see a new company that's all of a sudden the biggest, the best thing since sliced bread. Um, yeah, they didn't get 23,000, 500,000 reviews, wouldn't you agree, mm -hmm. uh, in, in, in the six months that they launched their oil-based product, you know? I mean, because, you know, I know for a fact that people should not judge Benedetta, a 25-year-old company, uh, from, you know, the amount of reviews we have, because we only get our reviews from you guys. You know, from our our the people we blast to you know weekly, and you know and and we talk to people in the ferry building. I mean, we're a small company. We're not, you know, paying the big bucks to. That just seems disingenuous. You know, why do people do that? But, and I don't think Google likes it, so they're in jeopardy. And I think there's probably as time goes on, there's going to be less less of those. Um, but if yeah, if you have to depend on those, we're trying. We do have five-star reviews, but everyone, all of our Yelp reviews are completely authentic. You know, um, I'm always surprised when someone goes, did you see what Yelp said? You know, so mm -hmm. we don't solicit those. We do ask people when we hear them say to us consistently, oh my gosh, this is so great and nothing has worked. This works for me. I always ask, and I think we do here, you included, um, you know, could you please write it down? We'd really appreciate it. Take 15%, you know. So it's a little solicitous, but, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy getting those reviews. So where am I? I kind of got lost in all oh. the subject and all of that, talking about reviews. Um, so we were talking about trends. I wanted to ask Gabrielle yesterday. We had a marketing meeting, and I said, so come up with what people are talking about. And so she came up with a few things. One made me laugh really hard. And I'm actually blogging about this right now. So I'm doing a little bit of what I'm saying on the podcast. It's also going to be a blog. Um, 
But she said oily cleansers, Mm -hmm. which cracked me up because I I just went, really? And what came out of my mouth, and I'm writing about that a little bit, is, oh, well, that would make sense because why not? You know, that's as easy as somebody, you know, let's just take coconut oil, add a few other oils to it, put a few essential oils that I get from blah, blah, and yay it smells good it looks good it feels good and it's an oily cleanser and i can now put it into my mix of products and sell it at the farmer's market (laughs) there you have it you know and i just said you know so what is it in the oily cleansers that's what i'm thinking you didn't Mm -hmm. bring me back what oily you know if they're going beyond the coconut but just like the deodorants yeah you know everybody get it it becomes viral that baking soda you know arm and hammer was doing baking soda mix it with a little coconut oil which is now hugely trendy you know mm-hmm. we're doing our coconut pulls i love coconut pulling you know i love coconut oil i'm not saying anything against coconut oil but these things trend and get out there so quickly. And this was probably the cleanest of the other stuff that you brought me, you mm-hmm. know, uh, in terms of trends. But the oily, and I laughed because it's like, well, I am definitely the originator of the oily cleanser. You know, I had a woman come in to Maker's Row. I was there, and she just walked over. We were busy with somebody else, and she just walked in. She had a credit card in her hand. She goes, hi, do you have an oily cleanser? And she literally used that term, and now I know why, Mm -hmm. Um, unless it was just a coincidence. And I said, I do have a cleanser. I have a couple, but I have one in particular, and I could tell that she didn't want to hear anything from me. (laughs) She didn't want to hear a spiel. I said, do you know about Benedetta? Do you know about the rosemary and No, I don't know anything about it. In my typical fashion, I'm like trying to sell her the small guy and to talk to her about our five-step and you know, why I created it, and more than she needed to hear, she just wanted it. She's like, no, I'll take the big one. It's oily, huh? And I said, well, I call it a cream cleanser. It's a cream cleanser, but yeah, you've got about two-thirds oil in this product, but don't let it fool you, you know? Every ingredient is as important as the other. It is a marriage of excellence, you know, in this product. And I mean, I could go on and on about the rosemary dream cleanser. I say in this blog, and I've said it before, you know, this really took three years from 1991 to 94. I never really said that before, but I was figuring it out. I think I started more 1990. I had done um, part of the impetus to creating the whole line was working clinically as an esthetician. We all know that about me, but... um, You know, I I had to be very mindful of what I did for the majority of people, people with acne, people with autoimmune dysfunction, people with rosacea, you know, all very different. Are they going to be different in the way that I cleanse and massage and kind of intentionally move their blood and lymph? Um, And I found that there was always a combination that I resonated with and went back to all the time. And so when it came to creating something in a bottle, I took it very seriously, you know, so what's the end goal here for the majority of people, you know, for people coming off of retinols, which we'll talk about, for people coming off of proactive, people, you know, no longer taking a medicine, uh, tetracycline, Accutane, or, um, you know, hormone, some kind of a 
of a hormone uh, replacement uh, for acne, and now all of a sudden they decided they want to have a cleaner lifestyle, yeah, yeah, it's going to start coming out. You know, you might have a crisis before you actually balance out. But in the close to 30 years that I started formulating this product, it is phenomenal to me that it does so much more than my intended use. So it is just, without doubt, the foundational product. But is it oily? Yes. Did it sit alone and still does, in my opinion, when I created it and my intent for it? I remember thinking, you know, this will be a cult product. This will be a cult line. This will be the 1% of the 1% that are out there looking that eat healthy, that are looking for, you know, alternatives in skincare, alternative medicine for their health and wellness that they feed themselves and their children. They don't think like the status quo, right? Those are going to be my customers, you know. As time went on in the first couple of years, it's like, but everybody could benefit. I mean, my aunt who uses Dove likes the cleanser, you know, um, but doesn't care and would never spend that much money for it, right? Mm -hmm. So I felt like when I launched the line, my peers were like, oh my God, wait till everyone gets a load of this, you know. Now we're in this saturated climate and I feel like I really need to speak to the design and purpose of everything. And so we're gonna constantly drum this in till no one's gonna to wanna to listen to me again about design and purpose. You know, but by and large, we're creating these podcasts also to reach a new community of people. So bear with me when I do that. And I also want, and we would love for anyone to say, oh, I love my doctor or I love my, you know, the guy who is my papaya grower in Hawaii, you know, I mean, I would love to interview other people that are doing good work on the planet, good sustainable work on the planet, um, people that work with, I mean, I, I, I know several people, you know, even the people I procure some of my raw materials from, I know people that are, that are herbalists and homeopaths and, you know, they're really doing good work on the planet. I would love to bring them into the mix. Um, and also, we still want questions, you know, if mm -hmm. you have questions. But um, I do want to bring nutritionalists in and, and people that, are, that can really speak to the design of the body and what the body thrives on and needs, particularly during the sunny months, you know. Um, yeah, not just hearing it from me. But anyway, getting, getting to the, the um, going back to rather the oily cleansers, uh, yeah, I did have a good laugh about that because now it's a trend, but in a completely different way. So when, you know, when I was doing this, I mean, everything's about coconut oil these days, but, um, you know, when I was formulating this process, this cleanser and looked at all these raw materials and how the esthetician could use this product, because it is a professional product. Um, and how it would work holistically and over time, um, I wasn't really thinking oil ratio to water ratio to clay ratio. I wasn't really looking at that. But we're talking some years of back and forth, what gave a slip, I didn't want to strip the skin, what was the delivery system, uh, what's, what's the end goal for the majority, could it cause a dysfunction in any way, where would that be for the majority of people. Um, at, at some point, you need to just create it for the healthy skin, right? 
and then know that it's going to address other other issues. And it really has been such a blessed product. The whole line is blessed. You know, it's really been an incredible journey for sure. And we are still knowing and noticing that when people don't use, like they'll use the cleanser once a day as opposed to twice or not leave it on grimier areas. I'm one of these people. I mean, I it's my go-to product. So oily cleansers, we fulfill that need. People are looking for oily cleansers, but it's not got coconut oil in it. It's not literally oil. Well, this is this is really serving a purpose that is going to, you know, create a result. It's going to help bring your skin into balance. It's going to get rid of the grime that is surface. It is going to exfoliate your skin. It was developed to tone your skin um, and rejuvenate. You know, I mean, the whole line together is based for that. So this product was designed to use the crystal radiance with it, to use the antioxidant oils with it, not on top of it, but after it. So to just be one-sided and think of a cleanser as it's, you know, oh, we, we're using oils now. And you didn't give me any information about that, so there's a lot of assumption here, but we're using oils because it's cleaner than soap and soap strips your skin. I mean, I think most people know that soap is incredibly stripping. Um, and oil, oil's good. I knew this, I knew that this is what Cleopatra did. I knew that, you know, thousands and thousands of years before there was saponification, even though that's been around for a long time, especially in indigenous cultures, you know, they have soap bark and ways to soap. Um, and it's been around a long time. That is not holistic. So the idea of using oil with, I mean, I know I saw something recently, I shook it, it was a cleanser. I'm like, oh, this is loose, you know, and there was a lot of certain oils in there, um, but I didn't see the efficiency going forward. You know, it's like, what is it? How is it preparing you for more oil? How is it preparing you for more water? Is that even a thing? Does anyone care? So I think that, yeah, I'm tooting my own horn. I've done that. So we're, we're definitely going to be doing some ads about your skin deserves this cleanser. Um, and looking for an oily cleanser? Why? What's your criteria? What's the buzz? You know, I can speak to that. I feel that I could speak to that after having a product for decades. Um, and a product that when using it clinically, you see things just come off into your hands. You know, one of my estheticians said recently, she did an 11 year old who was kind of mad. Her mom got her the appointment. She was super shy. She was really broken out. She was very shy about having anyone touch her face. Um, it was a surprise, uh, but she loved it and actually zoned out a little bit. Um, and we always say, just like with any holistic medicine, the younger you start a healthy protocol, the better. You know, once you have kind of retarded your system with bad food, bad skincare, bad whatever conventional medicine is not really there to heal you and support immunity, but to get rid of whatever disease you might have, um, the body gets used to that. It kind of tops out. You're using sunscreens every single day. 
Uh, you need using retinols every single day that are dehydrating your skin. Um, you don't just all of a sudden stop. The body's used to it. It expects it. But start those protocols early on. The body resonates and goes, thank you. You know, so, um, yeah. And she said, so much came off in my hands. You know, there was no need for real extraction. Her skin was so fresh and young and... Um, and they, you know, she talked nutrition a little bit with mom and probiotics and talked about, you know, but she was, you know, she's a kid. She wants to go to pizza parties and do what she's doing. But, you know, to have acne at 11 probably isn't going to improve in the next, at least in her formidable years, you know, in, in high school and grade school and junior high. I mean, and that's terrible. You're coming into yourself. You don't want to have bad skin, right? So you're rushing to get proactive or, or do some of these things. But, you know, it could be with you. And if mom had it and is now scarred from it, this is something, you know. But it's a different view. It is the holistic view, you know, to take care. So there were a couple other things. Mm -hmm. So you, you had mentioned the... the um, Cheat mask. Sheet mask. Yeah. Right. And there's one thing that we were talking about earlier that really sort of struck me, and I thought we need to talk about that in the podcast when we talk about this later, um, is that you were mentioning that there are certain elements to um, sheet masks that are hydrating. And that I, that's the majority of the sheet masks that I think people, when they think of sheet mask, that's what they think of, that's what they want to use. That are, you put on your skin for 20 minutes, that's supposed to like hydrate your skin completely. And so you were mentioning that there were elements in the sort of ingredients that you had seen that I'd sent you about common ingredients in sheet yeah. masks that were um, specifically their purpose was to attract humidity to the skin. Yeah, is what you said. Yeah, and then you said that um, back when you were first creating the Crystal Radiance Hydrating Elixir, that you specifically created with the intention of not using those sorts of things. So it's not like you didn't know they were existing. Right. And it's not like they're the best thing out there and you just couldn't get your hands on them. Yeah. It's you wanted an alternative path to that. Yeah. A cleaner, more plant-realized, plant intelligence is something we're really speaking to a lot lately. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we talk a lot about organic and biodynamic. We talk more biodynamic. But really, it's about having the vitality left into the plant material. And then that plant material is then processed in some way, in the case of vegetable oil or an essential oil where there's distillation involved. Um, you know, an omega oil, same thing. You want it to be cold pressed. You want those nutrients to be intact. So people give a lot of lip service to uh, the classic nutrients in certain things, but they're not paying attention to whether it's cultivated correctly and harvested right, you know, and then furthermore, who's ever talking about the process, you know? So just because it's biodynamically cultivated, what is it, sitting in some shed in a 100 degree temperature mm -hmm. in the middle of, you know, because somebody forgot to bring it in and, oh, the still's not working today, so we're not going to distill it or the press is down and we're going to, we'll wait till next week to do it. They're not going to lose their crops, you know? I'm just saying. <laughs> there's a lot that goes into the vitality then once you receive it where does it go I talk about that a lot then once you start your formulation process what's the energy behind that what's the intent behind that you know do you succuss certain things do you leave it do you do six weeks or eight weeks in your extracts when you're creating them or does everything come from a lab you know and you look at the bottles all the bottles look the same the ingredients even match 
But there's a far cry from that kind of quality and authenticity. And I can tell you that the original Crystal Radiances, we didn't have anything organic. You know, it was, it was pure and unadulterated. And I worked with a man that was European and he knew he had contacts and sources and it was just at the beginning of the aromatherapy boom. So people were not, they were starting to, but they weren't uh, falsifying and adulterating things as much as they do now, if they're not organic. Um, and also, yeah, so that was like a big deal. So we, over probably towards the middle to the late, late 80s, everybody was getting, you know, all the chemists um, were getting gas chromatographs, you know, so you were, either you had to have a gas chromatograph to be able to take, bring a sample of it in, but then there's that, it's coming from Bulgaria, it's coming from Provence, you know, how do you, you know, ah, there's a lot of room between, so there was a lot of trust in there. The very first drum we ever brought in of hydrosol from Tunisia, because that was the only place doing Neroli, was bad. It must have been sitting somewhere, who knows for how long. And that was actually a metal drum, if you can imagine. That's how long ago it was. We had metal drums. I actually got a metal drum of Cypress Hydrosol from Africa two years ago. And that was like, oh my God, I want to keep this thing. Who, who does anything in metal anymore? You know. Um, but it was bad. I wouldn't use it. Uh, you know, so, so, you know, the raw material is also paramount, but it was, I've always since day one, I mean, it's the same formula from them. And again, like the cleanser. So this is really interesting. This is great research on your part because I, you know, and, and I think you even said in the meeting, it's like, I'm not really sure how this is going to tie in with Benedetta because it seems so far away. Mm -hmm. But I can address water yeah. integration. I created the concept of water integration. And I say that very humbly, people. You know, if there's somebody that is like, oh, my mother's from Hungary and she's been talking about putting water on your face while you sleep when I was a little kid 40 years ago, I believe you. But in my world, I did not know that, nor did I copy that. It was <laughs> instinctive that we needed this. You know, so this is... You know, somebody was saying to me the other day, she goes, I think you channeled this entire line. I'm like, well, that's an interesting way to put it. But yes, of course. You know, it always comes from the heart first and then the chemistry just kind of kicks in. But it's interesting to see that all these years, good 30-some years later, that people are doing these masks because what else is tipped, even though it's been around a long time, is high, sodium hyaluronic, right? Laboratory produced, not a botanical, um, absorbs 200 times its weight in water so it actually is going to help all the hydration in your skin so we're trying to find these quick fixes for hydration when really what about leaving your skin alone at night while you sleep okay what about that time when the body needs to rest when the body is at rest your liver is in a place of calm and all of the things that process in order to you know, enliven the skin it happens during a certain time at night. And so the proof is in the pudding. When you are in the desert or the high desert as I was in Boulder and all you're doing is a water-based product while you sleep, you wake up in the morning as a dry person, I have to say it works.
it shows, it feels better. As we age, we become more and more dehydrated. As we use these chemically based products in the spirit of hydration, it actually by itself, even though it's a humectant, meaning that it attracts hydration to you, and that's what they're created for. You're talking about the hydration masks. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure about other masks that aren't hydration. There's You mentioned the charcoal mask. Yeah. Charcoal's great. It absorbs gases in the system. It also absorbs nutrients, so you don't want to use it as a health aid. Um, it's great for whitening the teeth. It cleans up. So you put that on. We could talk about that after the hydration a little bit, about mm -hmm. how those with acne want to put this on and then peel it off. It's kind of like a mask that also doubles as a peel. But going back to um, the hydration aspect of it, I have a little bit of experience with it because we talked about the micro-wounding. And not only are you micro-wounding and you're using your own fibrin, which is within your plasma-rich platelets, or you're using your blood, your, the, 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 the nutrients, the immune, the stem cells that are in your own blood, um, and that's being smeared on your face as they're micro-wounding. It seems like such an insult for somebody to put one of these hydrating masks, and so they all have them. And where I had it done, they immediately, and I remember thinking, don't be a know-it-all, just sit here, follow the process. Yeah. But not even asking, the first time I did it, she put it on my face, and I said, that burns. And she goes, oh, it's really clean, it's just... It's a hydrating mask with hyaluronic in it um, because you, you know, this process is going to be super dehydrating and we have figured out that, you know, hydration is so important. So this is a thing, people, when I say and I'm writing about trends, 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 I am not a trend, I'm tried and true, I don't follow trends and that's been kind of my diatribe since I started when magazines would call me up and say, so what's your new trend? I'm like, no, I create products that work. I don't have a trend. I don't follow the argon path. I'm not, not that it isn't a good oil. I didn't see the point and purpose. Um, and, and I still don't use it. I don't know why I always bring that up because that's, that's a classic trendy thing. And, and you're gonna see things in my line. It's like, oh, that's a popular, you know, whether I instigated it or not, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be said mm -hmm. about, about those things that are trendy, and yet I clearly can speak to the hydration aspect because that was my first product. Mm -hmm. So that is clearly important. So now that it's, so this trend is now popular, or what I feel like I've pioneered is now super popular. Um, I really feel like I need to speak to it. And that's the point of this particular podcast. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, do you feel like you need something more to that? Maybe oh, no. just kind of expound on, so maybe yeah. some of the ingredients in it. So here they put the, and she said, oh, it's really clean. I said, you know, I'd like to look at the ingredients. So when looking at the ingredients, the first ingredient was, first ingredient was deionized water. The second ingredient was propylene glycol. I said, no, thank you. I don't want any petrochemicals on this freshly wounded face that I've opted into doing because I think it's more holistic. And at my age, I'd love a little tightening, so why not? 
Um, but what I love about it is that you're using my natural T cells from my blood. And, my, and the times I've had it done, everyone always comments, your blood has got so much, you know, platelets in it. You are really healthy. So, and I do, I always make sure that I eat even, you know, I'm taking more greens and whatnot. Um, so that, that seems holistic to me. I love that process. Why would I assault my skin with that? So you brought that up. Mm -hmm. You did a little search on it. We saw a lot of ingredients that according to EWG and Skin Deep, who's now, you know, the new consumer advocate next to the FDA, not clean enough. So this is a choice everybody makes. If you do not detect any toxins out of this, and there's a lot of money in these companies, uh, they're gonna continue to use these petrochemicals. They're gonna say that they have low toxicity rates. Um, I would beg to differ, but that is their choice. I can't go up against that. Um, it's anyone's choice if they wanna do that. Use a mask like this and believe what I think is a hype. So, I've had that done several times, and they don't do that. They, I bring in my Crystal Radiance Neroli. It is by far the most hydrating. It is the most efficient product for this need. Use it. Don't believe me. Get it. <laughs> it really does not attract bad juju. It just instills. There's an intention. There's a lot of different processes. You know, not just the um, gem elixir that goes into it, you know. I mean, that is so woo-woo and so far in the, you know, before anybody even looks at anything like that as being medically sound. Nobody's going to admit to that, right? It's going to take a little while. So I don't mind being a cult line, but proof is in the pudding. Use it, see what it does for your skin. See how, I mean, we were just in this 100 degree weather at you know, Maker's Row. We put the Crystal Radiance Neroli in a bucket with ice so it keep cold because everything got hot. Um, and just sprayed people. And we usually have it handy to spray people that are expressing, and everyone by and large is dehydrated. Just goes without saying. We have four crystal radiance hydrating elixirs. I mean, I can go on and on about the rosemary verbenone, which does not have that camphor content as the same rosemary that is in our rosemary drinking cleanser. Different. So, and there's no verbena added. This is naturally occurring within the plant material. Okay. So that has its own sound reason for using it. People that have ruddy skin, you know, it's really in the middle. Some people like using that during the day and using our crystalline neroli at night, but we're addressing hydration and hydrating masks. I think it's inefficient to use the majority of the materials are pharmaceutically made. They're laboratory produced, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. So where are you on the scale of what you want to use? Do you want to use a botanical? And if you do, do you want that botanical to be in its rawest form? You know, do you believe in eating raw? Do you believe in, in juicing? Are you of that mindset where you see and resonate that? Then this is for you. If you believe that the doctor of 20 years who's your uh, plastic surgeon or your dermatologist says, you know, believes in these masks, then that's your choice. 
you know I am just coming from a place of authenticity in creating something that was laughed upon by cosmetic chemists that you if you don't use that carbomer man you're never gonna get this thing to hold together I mean part of that last year and a half two years was just holding it all together and I was insistent that this was the most efficient so this is a profile I'm going back to the cleanser but you know it's really you know the line in and of itself is just profound each product has a, a rhyme and reason I was gonna say but design and purpose so I I'm glad we you know I instigated this conversation with you about finding what's trending um, I really feel like I really want to speak up to this and I want people to get the best that they can get. I mean, you could probably spend $2 on a hydrating mask, because guess what, folks? There's about a cent of, of efficient materials in it. Oh, and of course, they're using the sodium hyaluronic. Mm -hmm. So um, we don't put hyaluronic in our Neroli. You know, we are using Acacia and Gustafolia hyaluronic in the nighttime serum. Uh, but that's where it goes. You know, it's married well with everything else. Crystal Radiance is very unique to itself, and I am very humbled to have designed it. Just really feel that way, knowing that all these years and what that actually does for you. I mean, and I ask anyone who already has it to make sure you succuss it, hold it over your head, just at your hairline, and spray about three times and just enjoy. Keep your eyes closed, lick your lips, it's amazing. I use it on the inside of my hands when I'm dehydrated. We've had, I feel a little dehydrated today. I'm running, 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 not drinking as much as I could. I worked out this morning. I forgot my my large um, decant, my, uh, what do you call it? Whoa. Not a thermos, but bottle. It is a bottle, but it's the um, hydro flask. I've got oh. like a really big hydro flask that I take in with a straw. It just makes it easier in class. And I usually drink the whole thing. So it's like two liters and it's like gone. And I didn't. But anyway, shouldn't bring that up. But um, yeah, you know, I, I, over the years, I see how much more valuable things are. My daughter came in, I think I mentioned this in a podcast and grabbed the neroli and just said I can't live without this you know it is you know after five years since I stopped creating the crystal radiance neroli because I moved up north and I was formulating the entire line uh, some of the stores in LA that had were used to using it hadn't used it and when the line finally got launched launched so many years later five years later and I pitched the whole line some of these stores just wanted the crystal radiance back and I'm like, wait a minute, I have a whole line, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but all they could remember was that crystal radiance series and they're like, we miss it, we want it. And by then, every formulator was had some sort of hydrating elixir. Now it's just common. You don't everyone knows what they are. They are not toners. Mm -hmm. So um yes, I this is a plug I guess but I am very proud of that I do not see the need so beware of trends what does work mm -hmm. you know I'm not going to give too many proprietary ingredients away but that is a very comprehensive preparation our crystal radiance products more than you would know by even looking at the ingredients so um, and they work 
you know, and that neroli is just one of the most hydrating, certainly more than the other three. So um, that is typically, you know, used with your nighttime. So if you're using the serum, which isn't drying, but it does soak into the skin, it is not hydrating either. So keep that in mind. These are fed nutrients with a beautiful delivery system that is meant to keep you from sun damage, but also protect you from what's there while you sleep. And they are all hydrating, but I mean, let me just say water-based, but not necessarily hydrating like the Crystal Radiance. And that's why we brought that into the step three. So it's your choice. You know, you want these masks, we can speak to it, and we'll be doing some Facebook ads saying, mm -hmm. huh, interested in, in, I don't know what we're gonna say, but something about, you know, looking for a hydrating mask, don't need it, established, mm -hmm. 1986, and just have a bottle of Crystal Radiance there with maybe a sound bite. If we can figure out how to do the sound bites, uh, Gabrielle, that would be really great because we could just have a sound bite about that product. Mm -hmm. So that's my addressing that. And then you had mentioned the charcoal. Again, I think what I wrote down in my notes at our meeting was I think it kind of hurts the acid mantle, just like I think clay masks yeah. do. And uh, Can you explain what the acid mantle is for people who maybe are familiar with the it's term? It's just... You know, it really is an esthetician's term, and, and you caught me because I need to go and, and, and read the acid mantle. To me, it's the balance between your pH. Right. So it's your pH balance. And I think if you strip the skin, which a lot of people do with drying agents, even witch hazel is usually a good 50% alcohol or some form of alcohol in there. So... It could strip, and then even more so, you know, the chemical peels and the, you know, the daily aggression, you know, especially back in my day. I mean, everybody was using Stridex pads and, you know, secondary, you know, um, toners, which we don't believe in, um, loaded with alcohols, just some form during the day, some sort of a swab that you would put on your face to, you know, evacuate the oil, right? Thinking that that oil was so bad for you and the oil was creating your blemishes. The bacteria creates your blemish. An overactive sebaceous gland doesn't necessarily produce bacteria. It doesn't necessarily have to, but you know, with the stripping, you can, you know, kind of imbalance what should be in balance. So really holistically, when you're looking at the health of your skin, you always want to bring your skin into balance. The extremes are what hurt your skin. You don't want extreme. You have rosacea. You don't want to sit in a, you never want to sit in a hot shower, right? Hot bath, yes, but be careful. You know, there's a balance. Bring your skin into balance. Even within the Benedetta regimen, you know, you might be using the Elong, but during a certain time of, of year, you might switch over from Elong to Neroli or Neroli to Elong, depending, but you, you know, so there's a balance, and I think you're sending out a um, a blast on call for a consultation. Yeah. So even if you're a dedicated user or brand new to Benedetta or didn't know anything about Benedetta, call and talk to us. You know, we want to help you, and we want to make sure that you know your particular skin is taken care of. You know, I'm constantly training my staff to ask questions 
even those that are I love the line and I'm using all neroli it's like really you didn't switch yet you didn't switch you know sometime a year mm -hmm. or it goes the other you know all of a sudden they start to break out or their skin is still dry they didn't leave their skin alone at night who knows what the reason is they're not using the five-step um, and they decide to just leave the line then they come back and go I don't remember why I left the line you know be consistent use them in conjunction with one another if your skin is sensitive in particular call us I'm the path of least resistance just buy the cleanser you know maybe get the control cream maybe do the mask a little more often if your skin is scarring you know, you know, look into our defense and repair it. Now it comes in a single use. You might even get two uses out of it if you split it, you know. And you'd spot it on those areas. I mean, that's an incredible formulation. So, you know, we want to take care of people. But with the charcoal, so the idea, and it's particularly for young people, and it's, a, you know, you are going to see an effect. Even the clay masks, you know, they have these things that you put on and then you strip off like a little peel, like it's mm -hmm. made of plastic, and it just peels off. And that's the other thing about these things, the plastic. So we're trying to get rid of plastics in our life. Everybody knows this. Um, here's another petrochemical. So I'm just saying, you know, uh, polymer seems to be a big ingredient in a lot of things. You know, do we need more plastics to emulsify our products, guys? I don't think so. You know, the body is filled with it. So we need to remove it. You know, this is about health and wellness. We're running low. So what else? What else? So uh, did I answer enough yeah. with that? Yeah, that was the main thing. I mean, thing. what do you think, Gabrielle? Yeah, I well, mean, you're of that age group. I mean, have you done a charcoal mask? I have, yes, in college. I remember, like, I, well, I was in an apartment in college with uh, four other women, so it was like a call, like five 20, 21 year olds in one uh, apartment, and so we would do sheet mask parties. Um, but I mean, they were cheap, like, really cheap sheet masks. Um, but, uh, you know, but I get the appeal of them, definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, one of the things about me that, that just really bothers me is the sustainability factor of it. Because, you know, first of all, they all come in their little individual plastic uh, little pouches. And then they themselves, um, for the most part, I'm sure there are biodegradable sheet masks out there. I'd be surprised if there weren't. But quite a few of them aren't. Um, and, you know, at least... You, I just I, I just don't feel comfortable with the amount of, you know, non-sustainability that goes along with that. Plus, this formula is sitting on this plastic. You know, we're all right. about not putting our products in plastic, right? Because mm -hmm. we're afraid of the hormone disruptors or the estrogen disruptors, right? Right, yeah. So what are you doing? You know, you have a vulnerable area on your face. Sometimes it's even kind of woundy. Yeah, and you're, so now and you're, you're putting, putting on, this on plastic purpose. on your face. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm breaking out, so I gotta. Yeah, I don't know. It yeah. just kind of. I love our me. seaweed mask. Just take a brush and paint it on. Paint on. Yeah, each no other, plastic. You know? It's just right on. Yeah, I did the mask last invested. night. It was fantastic. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then what were the other things? Retinols and. Retinols. And specifically, Retinols. people looking for plant based alterations to that, or alternates to that, excuse me. Which were there? I... Were there? 
Yeah, I mean, find any? yeah, I mean, it was more that people were having sort of anxieties about it, and so they're looking for plant-based alternatives. And that's just the sort of, um, about, uh, like, retinos specifically, mm-hmm. but it sort of speaks to a trend I'm seeing a lot more lately, which, you know, gives me some hope that it's a lot of times people really want the sort of quick fix for their skin, which, for the most part, you sort of need something that's chemical and in the long term damaging to achieve something that you see, oh, here's overnight, I suddenly look completely different, whether or not there's going to be a horrible backlash to that in the long run. Who's to say? But I, I do see that a lot of people now are at least starting to ask the question of, well, is there an alternative to this that isn't as frightening to me? Mm-hmm. So people are looking. But then the Good. thing... yeah. So, I'm, so we need to address this. Yeah, exactly. So what's popular... You know, what mm-hmm. is not just trending, but, you know, I asked you to go on to Dr. Oz. I mean, you're talking conventional thinking. Yeah. Okay. There isn't anyone, even people that are listening to this that aren't talking, oh, well, yeah, I do take care of my skin. I put sunscreen on every single day and I'm sitting here go- cringing, going, gee, that's a shame. Yeah. You know? So, you know, there's hats, people. <laughs> yeah. But there's Umbra. There's Umbra, and that's a whole nother subject, and we have a blogger writing about us uh, this today, I think. I think we're going to launch that or tomorrow. Um, This is a message, and I have a very low voice, and I want it to be louder. Um, You know, I'm not telling people to go against doctor protocol. I can't do that. It's my own liability. This is what this company believes in and what thinks. I'm a good representative of this. Uh, those who have used the line for a long time as a good representative, we think differently. And so not everybody is going to believe this or think differently because you're hearing from everyone that's popular around you that this, I mean, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, people were saying that no matter what you put, cosmetic chemists, doctors, every doctor was saying, Oh, the molecule's too big in cosmetics. It doesn't go into your bloodstream anyway. I mean, I got a lot of pushback. That is idiotic. I remember thinking, well, what about transdermals? You know, I'm a student of alternative medicine, okay? I understand uptake. I understand, and we now know this to be true. So if you have a good delivery system, it's going to get deep into your bloodstream. So anybody who thinks that this isn't, getting in there is wrong. Now, in the case of the sunscreens, and I didn't want to talk about sunscreens, we could save that for another time, you know, those molecules are really large. So I've said this before. Now that everybody knows that the trend is antioxidants, they're putting pharmaceutical, whatever, non-bioavailable antioxidants into something that isn't even going to go anywhere. Right. Right? It's just going to sit on top anyway. You know, we're always saying put it underneath and use your block if you're going to go and then be mindful of the block you use. Just use a straight zinc, you know. If you're going to be there for an hour, probably Ombra is all you're going to need. But use it as your aftercare. Use it as your prevention. You know, use it as what's going to heal on a daily basis, you know. Um, but in terms of the retinols, they they do exactly that, what the doctors are saying. They're gonna get rid of those fine lines and wrinkles, they're gonna help with the scarring, they may even help because they're extremely astringent, and I would guess they do alter the acid mantle and your pH of the skin. 
I would suggest that they do make the hyper oily and the over sebaceous person produce more oil because they're so drying. And some of them have many other chemicals and carry those chemicals into deeper into the dermis, okay? Because I think it delivers that way. I think the astringency does that. So even though it's going to give you those quick fixes, what it's doing overall is dehydrating the epidermis, same as sunscreens. They dehydrate you, and then the body has to try to compensate, right? You know, it doesn't have a good, it's, there's, you know, it's non-holistic <laughs> to say the least, but it, it does the opposite of allowing the skin, to, you know, obviously it's not hydrating and it's not going to um, sustain the skin long term. So we want to bring the skin into balance and this is actually imbalancing. And so you're constantly playing tug of war. And those that I know that use it every night religiously use a lot of crystal radiance and we suggest they do. And a lot of our antioxidant oils and ombra because that's going to help bring you back into balance a little bit. So we don't try, I mean, we've talked to people and they're like, I will never stop using this. So that's your choice. At some point, you may not look, you know, you may start breaking down and having other immune dysfunctions. We've seen this with sunscreens. We've seen people break out in atopic dermatitis, some form of eczema or psoriasis, which they never had before. Why is that? Well, they're constantly using these makeups that have the titanium or another even worse uh, mineral in it. And over time, the skin's going, what, what? I just want to come into balance. So it's starting to just produce more cells than it needs to, and it goes in the form of a rash that you're trying to get rid of. You know, so whenever we kind of destroy the immunity, and then you go back to that doctor, and they say, oh, here's this 1% one, 1 you know, steroid for you, cordial steroid. I mean... That is the opposite of, I mean, I've been stubborn in my life. I've, it's not like I haven't broken out into rashes or gone into the woods and had things. And I'm super stubborn. You know, I've led my entire adult life always knowing that there's something alternative to a problem. Alternative meaning non-pharmaceutical, lab-produced medicine. I'm very militant about that. I don't judge anybody who isn't because I know that I'm just a different human in that way. And there are those of us that think that way. And the closer you get to nature and the closer you resonate with wellness, you see that to be true. It opens your heart, it opens your mind, it makes you healthy. And I feel like we are limitless in that. What is limiting is the, is, is the planet, the, the collective thinking. That is challenging for me, honestly. And so that's why I don't, tr I don't, I don't trust anyone. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I don't um, judge anyone for, you know, they get that pneumonia, they get that strep throat, they're doing their broad spectrum, I mean, uh, antibiotic, and I'm like, okay, you know, just get yourself to plumb and square when you're done, mm -hmm. you know? No judgment there. Um, so Benedict is seriously the alternative skincare company. So which path are you on? You know, 
And so those, I would say, that are looking for an alternative to retinols, come to us. This Ombre line is your answer. We are using high potent vitamin C's, high potent A's, all of the things that people are broad spectrum in a usable, bioavailable way. The body recognizes it and thanks you for it. It shows. So, you know, generally speaking, I don't know everyone that's using it. Usually when people have a problem, they're doing a lot of other things. You know, people want to see a result immediately, and sometimes you have to go through a process if you're using. We always see this with the deodorant. Somebody's using Secret for 20 years, and now they don't want to use it. I shouldn't have said Secret, but you know, one of the traditional, conventional mm -hmm. brands. I know nothing of the Secret Company, and I know they have products that work for some people. But we look at it differently. We do not want to clog or adulterate that area of the body that is meant for us to eliminate through, right? So we find that people, and according to Dr. Darber's studies, they found aluminums and petrochemicals in the breast tissue of cancer patients and people that just had a fibroid mass that weren't non-malignant, right? So, you know, if this is really true and this is the case, we need some acclimating out of those old things before something that is cleaner could work for you, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, yeah, I yeah. think I should probably stop there because it's getting Oh, we're almost late. out of time. We are almost out of time. But um, did I answer? Yeah, the, you answered everything. The trends. The trends. Any other trend, guys, that you know of that you love that you feel is working for you. Yeah, let us know let about us it. Let us know. There is no judgment. I met a woman um, at Maker's Row last Thursday, a week ago, and she seemed interested. She wouldn't take a brochure. She wouldn't take a sample. She, I, said, I, I said, that's okay. That's okay. What are you using? She said, um, oh, I told you. What was it? What's it called? Cetaphil. And I said, got it. And I could see that she had she had scars on her face. You know, she was a beautiful girl, uh, wearing lots of makeup and hiding her scars and her, you know, from acne. And and I could tell. Yeah. You know, it's like you're afraid. I don't blame you. You know, <laughs> you go through. So I think we we fit we fit in a place for those of us that are, you know, looking at things that are more viable, like raw, you know, um, spirulina. Thank you, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> so if you know of any more trends that you'd like us to talk about and address, just let us know and we will maybe have a trends part two. Yeah, you know, anything that Benedetta feels, if I feel like, nope, I have nothing like that, you're on your own, I'll tell you. <laughs> you know? But the three that you came up yeah. with, I'm like, I could address that. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. But we'll see you guys next time. And look for the the blog. Too. Yeah, and look out for the a, blog. It'll be the same as this. So. Right, but expanded upon, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Chat with Benedetta. You can leave us a message on the Anchor app. And who knows? Maybe Julia and I will answer your question on our next podcast. You can get social with us. Our Instagram is at Benedetta Skin, Facebook is at Benedetta Skincare, and Twitter is at Benedetta Skin. 
Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to speaking with you on our next podcast.